brethren, the peace of the Lord be with you and welcome. We appreciate you and God bless you for being part of this program. It's a life-changing divine service brought to you by the Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry. The Atomic Hills Healing and Deliverance Ministry is an interdenominational group made up of selfless, dedicated, highly gifted, anointed ministers from seven different congregations. This ministry is passionate about winning souls and biblically nurturing people through the word of God, holiness, faith, and prayers. Countless lives have been won and transformed through this wonderful ministry. Now let's welcome the leader of the team, Reverend Evans Fufi, for an unadulterated word of God, prophetic prayers, healing, and deliverance. Child of God, the peace of the Lord be with you. And welcome to spend the day in his presence. We bless the Lord for what he has done and what he continues to do in our life. I'm Reverend Ivan Sophie. Spend the day in his presence. It's a divine service that is meant to prepare you and spark up your day for greater things to come. This program is brought to you by the Atomic Health Healing and Deliverance Ministry. We are supported by our partners and our well wishes. God bless you and welcome. We thank the Lord for your life. We thank the Lord for his protection. We thank the Lord for his guidance. We thank the Lord for what he continues to do in your life. We thank the Lord for what he's about to do in your life. May his name be praised. May glory be to his name. Blessed child of God, today we continue our message. Today's message is entitled, Trust in the Lord always, even when he is silent about your issue. Trust in the Lord always, even when he is silent about your issue. Trust the Lord always, even when he is silent about Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 to 3. Let us read Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 to 13. Matthew chapter 25 1 to 13. Matthew chapter 25 verse 1 to 13. Then the kingdom of heaven be linked unto ten virgins who took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise and five were foolish. They, they that were foolish took their lambs. No, either with them. But the wise took oil, their vessel, with their lamb. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there will, be no, no, there will not be enough for us and you. But you rather go to them that sell and buy for yourself. And while they went out, 
And while they went out to buy, the bridegroom came. And they that were ready went with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Very, very, I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for you don't know the day or the hour where the Son of Man cometh. This is the word of God. Present child of God, trust in the Lord always. Even when he is silent about your issue. Trust in the Lord always when he is silent about your issue. As Christians, we must experience that after prayer, and we are expected to hear something, we are expected to see something. Most of the time, it turns out to be no show. And in this time, what do we have to do? In this time, what do we have to do? Precious child, if you are praying to God, you are asking God for something, and you hear answer. You hear, he answers you immediately. Or you hear his voice. It encourages you. It even gives you the information that your message had been heard and is being processed. Even if it is not done for you immediately, but if you hear that a voice is telling you or God is telling you that your message has been processed, it's been processed. It will give you some relaxing moment. But most of the times we pray to God, we wait on God, and we hear nothing, we see nothing. In this case, what do you do? From the above scripture, those who did not have extra oil were described as foolish. And all those who didn't have the extra oil were not allowed to see the beauty of the bridegroom. We realize that even if they had money to buy, at the critical time, no one was willing to sell to them. Without the oil, we realized that at the state of desperation, they were so desperate that they made decisions. They were rushed to make decisions, causing friction. We also realized that those with oil were the only people who could trim their light and they were ready to meet the bridegroom. The last thing we want to note is that the door was shut to those who did not have the oil when they even came back. Pastor Child of God, all these people were the same. All the virgins around the world, only 10 of them were selected. Only 10 of them were chosen. All the 10 were chosen. All the 10 were virgins. All the 10 were going to meet the bridegroom. But the difference is that other five were prepared than the other five. Other five planned their journey as compared to the other five. And the worst case is that all of them slept. Whilst they were selected, their selection means that God has chosen them. Their prayer, their prayer request was to see the bridegroom. What they wanted in their prayer was to see the bridegroom. But the bridegroom delayed. The bridegroom delayed. And after the bridegroom delayed, what happened? What happened when you don't hear from the bridegroom? The bridegroom didn't call anybody to tell them that I'm coming. 
I'm in a traffic. I'll be there in two days' time. I'll be there in five days so that they prepare. The bridegroom came unannounced. The bridegroom came unannounced. Nobody knew when he would come. So that is what the Lord wants us to do. We pray to God. We ask God for something. We don't know when he will answer. We don't know where God will say yes or no. So we must always be prepared. So when we pray and God is silent, we should learn to trust in him. Keep on praying. Keep on trusting him. Keep on praying. To keep on trusting him. To keep on praying. So that when he comes, we should be prepared to meet him. These people were denying access because they were not prepared. Some of them watching, they slept. They only woke up to realize that there was no oil in their lamps. As at that time too, it was late. And they had to go to town and go and buy. Whilst we pray to God and we haven't heard anything, don't let anybody convince you that you have to stop praying. Don't let anything or anybody convince you that you have to stop seeking the face of God. Don't let anybody confuse you that you have to stop waiting upon him. We must keep on waiting upon him. We must keep on praying. We must keep on trusting him. We must keep on praying that what we pray, what we pray, but we must keep on praying. The five were always praying. The other ones decided that they would sleep. And after that, they realized that they were not prepared. I don't know what is your prayer request. I don't know what you have said to the Lord. I don't know what you are expecting from the Lord. I don't know what is your expectation. But what I'm here to tell you is that no matter how silent, no matter how silent the Lord has been concerning your issue, learn, please learn, please learn to be persistent and consistent. Please learn to trust in the Lord always. Please learn to continue to pray. Please learn to let the Lord's will be done in your life. Please learn that even if your will is done, it may not end up well. Please learn that it is better late than never. Please learn that even if the Lord is late for four days, it is better than he coming in the first day. Because when he coming in four days time, he can still raise the dead up. I pray that today, we all will learn to trust in the Lord when he is silent. Present child of God, people mistake God silent for no, which is not true. God can be silent about your matter. That doesn't mean that he, he has said no. People also mistake the silence of God for the, 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 the fact that God has not heard their prayer. People think that if God is silent, it means he has not heard. People think that if he heard my prayer, he should answer my prayer. That is not how it is. God can be silent, meaning that he has heard your prayer. God, has, God can be silent, meaning that he's working on our issue. God can be silent, meaning that he's working behind the scenes. So we should learn to prepare ourselves. We don't have to worry about how God will answer. But we should be worried about how we can prepare to meet the answer. At the time that God is silent, at the time that we don't hear anything, at the time that we see no sign that something is happening in our life, we should learn to trust in the Lord. Trusting the Lord is not a part-time work. Trusting the Lord is a full-time work. You work 24 hours a day. You trust in Him 24 hours a day. You trust the Lord 52 weeks in a year. You keep on trusting the Lord. We keep on trusting the Lord, no matter what. Pastor child of God, because there was no oil inside of them, inside of their lamps, their light went off. The cause of their light going off, going dim, was because they had no oil. Pastor child of God, how do you generate oil? 
The oil generated by the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit that represents. And oil is one of the emblems of the Holy Spirit. So when you keep on trusting the Lord, when you keep on trusting God, when you keep on praying to God, He will always fill you with oil. Trust the child of God is very painful that when you wake up in the morning, you want to light your, 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 your gas or your stove and you realize that there's no gas, there's no oil inside. It is very fascinating that you are driving your car only for the car to be stopped. You think that there's a major problem only for the driver to tell you that the fuel has finished. It's the fuel that will keep you moving. It's the oil that will keep you moving. As fuel move car and move vehicles, the oil in you, the anointing in you, God's power in you is what will keep you, keep you going. Without the oil, you will struggle in life. Without the oil, you will find it difficult surviving. Without the oil, you will find it difficult doing simple things. Simple things that you need to do. The things that you need to do daily basis. The things that you need to do weekly basis. The, the things that you need to do every month. You will find it difficult doing if you don't have oil. If there's no oil in you, you will struggle. When there's no oil, there's friction. When there's no oil, people are desperate and they take decision in that state. And any decision you take when you're angry, any decision you take in a time of uh, when you are desperate, all those decisions end up to be an, another issue. All those decisions end up to be problem. All those decisions end up be causing other havoc to your life. So it is better to prepare. It is better to have enough oil. We Christians are fond of doing things last minute. That we wait for problems to come. We wait for issues to come. These people could have prepared. These people could have gone to town. The time that they spent sleeping, they could have used that time to go to town and prepare themselves. And after seeing the bridegroom, they can rest. Precious child of God, I'm here to tell you that you should have a balanced life. Nobody is saying don't sleep. Nobody is saying don't rest. Nobody is saying don't entertain yourself. They are all part of man's life. They are all part and parcel of man's life. But you should know when to do what. You should know when to do what. If you do the right thing at the wrong time, it is still wrong. If you do the right thing, even though what you are doing is the right thing, but you do it at the wrong time, it is still wrong. These people did the right thing by going to town to find oil, but yet it was wrong timing. Your timing is very important. How, what, when you do what is very important. So I pray for you today. I pray for you this week. That as we set up this week, as we set up this day, the last week of the month, we are praying to you. We are praying to God and we are praying for you that you should know when to do what. There are certain things that are very important in life. They must come first. There are certain things that must come first in your life. First thing first. If you don't do the first thing first, you'll be forced to be defeated. Even though God didn't plan the defeat. But because you didn't do the first thing first, these people could have, they had the opportunity to buy the oil. They had the opportunity. They had the opportunity. They had every right to buy the oil when they were sleeping. But they decided they chose to sleep at that time. They, may you never sleep at wrong timing. May you never sleep when it is time. May you never sleep when it is due. So they were asleep. When a shout came that the bridegroom is here, go and meet the bridegroom. And they realized that they didn't have. Please, I want us as Christians, I want this family, I want the family like you and me who have joined our hands together to start knowing that we can pray ahead, we can pray advance. Start praying for your daughter who is two years. Start praying for your daughter who is five years. Start praying about their marriage. Don't wait for your son to complete university. And after he's looking for a job, that is why you start praying about a job. Once the person is in school, you pray about the job. So by the time the person completes the university, you realize that the fruit is ready for you to harvest. 
There are issues in life that cannot be dealt with only one day. There are issues in life. The issue is so huge. Yesterday, I was telling my dear sister that my sister, what I say about you is that the issue is a family issue. Every girl in your family go through that problem. You want to come out of it. As you start praying, know that you are praying for the whole family and this may take some time. Are you prepared to go for that long journey? Sometimes, some prayers will go long journey. Some prayers will go long journey, but do you have enough oil to go to that long journey? That is why it is important that you don't have to marry before you start praying for marriage. You don't have to marry before you start praying for children. You don't have to marry and try and see if the thing is not working before you do, but you should prepare in advance. We should pray in advance. We should learn how to pray in our day. That's why we have chosen to pray in our day before we enter the day. Pray in the man before you enter in the man. Pray before you enter the shop. Before you go to your shop, pray at the shop before you enter. You don't stand inside the shop and now you are praying inside the shop. Sometimes we are told that you cannot stand in worms and be removing the worms. Because once you are removing them, others will be climbing. So it is better to stand outside. It is better to prepare. It is better to plan. Whatever you do, whatever you are going to do, whatever business you are about to start, that business you have not yet started, pray about it. That job you have not yet started, pray about it. That, 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 that marriage that you have not even entered, you pray about it. Don't enter before you pray. Before even the devil choose or God choose, go along journey with you. Do we have the enough oil? So they decided instead of preparing themselves, instead of getting ready, instead of standing, they started sleeping. They started resting. They said, "Let me rest." Oh, I remember the young prophet and the old prophet. God told the young prophet that after prophecy, don't rest. Go. Don't eat. Don't drink. He said, "I agree." But after going a while, he decided to rest. Surely, resting at the wrong time can take your life, can kill you, can cause confusion, can cause distraction, and can deny you access to the door, can deny you access to the bridegroom. The bridegroom represents Jesus. The bridegroom represents God. This message, he said the kingdom of God can be compared to this. So if you are found in the kingdom of God, this is a principle in the kingdom of God. If you miss this principle, you cannot be successful in the kingdom of God. If indeed you are a kingdom child, if you indeed you believe that you are part of the kingdom of God, then you should know the principles. You should know the laws and the regulation that is prevailing in the kingdom of God. And the one of the law and the regulation that is prevailing in the kingdom of God is that we should prepare with more oil. We should get more fuel. We have to fill our tank because we don't know how long the journey will take. We don't know how long. So that is why some of us will pray. We expect that the thing will happen next month. If it doesn't happen next month, we get discouraged because we refuse to fill our tank. We refuse to get enough oil that will take us more than one month. That is how come people get disappointed, even though the story is not over. That's why people get disappointed, because they think that at the end of the month they should get pregnant, because they thought that at the end of the month they should get a job. They thought that at the end of the month they should get that money. They thought that at the end of the month they should be healed. If the end comes and the healing has not come, the money has not come, the marriage has not come, the job has not come, then they get confused. Then they get perplexed. But I'm here to tell you that God says that in his kingdom, if you want to be part of the kingdom, be prepared to obey the principles. Be prepared to obey the rules of the kingdom. And he said the kingdom of the Lord can be compared to ten virgins. The kingdom of the Lord is like this. This is how the kingdom looks like. So if you're in the kingdom, you should learn how to prepare. You should learn how to have enough for you. The Bible says that your body is the temple of the Lord. Your body is the temple of the Lord. So we should prepare. Your body should have enough oil. Your soul should have enough oil. Your spirit should have enough oil. That will take you. Don't go and be left in the middle of the road. 
Leviticus chapter 8 verse 10. Leviticus chapter 8 verse 10. And said so Moses took an oil and anointed the tabernacle and all that were in the tabernacle were sanctified. So are you the tabernacle of God? If you are the tabernacle of God, God is expecting that you be anointed. God is expecting that you will receive oil every time of your life. God is expecting that every day of your life, there will be enough oil inside of you. Don't prepare yourself for only tomorrow. Don't prepare yourself for only the days ahead of you. But prepare yourself that no matter what, I should be able to stand. I should be able to stand. I should be able to stand. May God help you. May God help you. May God help you. May God anoint you. May God anoint your soul. May God fill your soul with anointing. May God fill your spirit with anointing. Enough oil that can take you a long journey. That can take you a long journey. Enough oil to battle the devil. Enough oil to battle that circumstance. Enough oil to battle that situation. Enough oil to stand that sickness. Power sick. Paul wanted healing. God, Paul wanted God to touch him. His aprons were healing people. His shadow, were, 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 the shadow was healing people. His aprons were healing people. Anytime Paul touches somebody, the person wake up. A guy fell down. His head gushed together. The head broke. And the guy was dead. Paul prayed and raised the person back to life. But he himself was sick. When he went to God many times, what did God tell him? God tell him that my grace is sufficient for you. What God meant was that Oh, you have too much oil inside of you for this sickness to overcome you. You have too much oil inside of you for this problem to overcome you. The oil inside of you, your problem is big, but the oil inside of you is bigger. Your problem is hard, but the oil inside of you is bigger. What oil is inside of you? How, what is the quantity and what is the quality of oil inside of you? God should give you oil. God should prepare you for oil. That's why we should learn how to pray. That's why you don't have to pray about problems alone, but you can pray and prepare yourself. Prepare yourself for tomorrow. Prepare yourself for the month ahead. Prepare yourself for the next year. Prepare yourself for what you are about to do. May God fill you. The bridegroom lingered. The bridegroom delayed. The bridegroom delayed. Yet, the people should have prepared themselves before meeting the bridegroom. First of all, God, we are lucky. Because the Bible says our body is the temple of God. And look at what the Bible is saying in Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13. Leviticus chapter 6 verse 13. It said the fire shall ever be be burning upon the altar and it shall never go out. The instruction that was given to the temple was saying that the altar in the temple, there should always be fire. <laughs> there should be always be fire on the altar. The altar of the temple should always have fire. The altar of the temple should always have You should always be on fire. That's what God is saying. Because you are the temple of God. You are not the temple of idols. Your body is the temple of God. The altar inside of you should always have fire. You should always have enough oil. Without oil, there will not be any fire. Without oil, there will not be any fire. So may God give you oil. Pray for oil. Pray for anointing. Today we are praying. Many of us, we don't pray for anointing. There are some of us, we have never prayed for anointing. Because all what we know anointing to do is to, is to preach. So we think that we are never ready to preach. So we will not receive that. 
anointing. But the anointing can break yoke. If you have any enough oil, it can break your yoke. Enough oil in you has the ability to break yoke. If there is any yoke will break in your life, you need an anointing. You need enough oil. The five virgins who were called foolish, they didn't prepare. They didn't have enough oil. Not that you don't have oil in you, but your oil may not be enough to face that challenge. Your oil may not be enough to receive that miracle. Your oil may not be enough to go to that land. Your oil may not be enough for God to give what he wants to give to you. Because of the level that God is taking you, because of the area that God is taking you, because we are not ordinary people, because we are supernatural people, because we are super ordinary people, because we are the leaders, because we are the power founders, because we are going to be the pillars of the future, God wants to prepare us. God wants to train us. God wants to train us. God took Moses on the desert. He trained Moses 40 years in the Pharaoh's house. And he trained Moses another 40 years on the desert. 80 year training to do the work ahead of him. Because the work was made. Jesus was trained for 30 years to do 3 years job. The level of your training should be bigger than the work you do. If you have enough training, if you have enough oil, if you prepare yourself enough, the work will become easier. What Jesus used three years to do is bigger than anything we can see. It's bigger than anything we can talk about. But he used three years. But the three years work was prepared for 30 years. What is the preparation? What is the level of our preparation? Do you have enough oil to go? Do you have enough oil to go forward? We are praying to God that may the, may the altar inside of you, may your temple never lose oil. May your temple never lose oil. There should be fire always inside of you. So the fire will come if you keep on waiting on the Lord. If you keep on trusting the Lord. If you keep on praying. If you keep on praying. Never cease praying. Never cease praying. Don't say the Lord has been silent. Don't say I prayed and I didn't hear anything. Don't say I prayed and nothing came. Don't say I prayed and nothing moved. Then don't say I prayed and God didn't say anything. So I will stop. Keep on praying. Keep on praying. Because the more you pray, you are filling the oil. Today's prayer is filling your oil. Tomorrow's prayer will fill on your oil. So if you are assistant, you realize that your tank will be full, the oil will be full, and you can go long journey, you can go to any speed, and nothing can stop you. Pressure child of God, if there's not enough oil, the funny thing is that, even if you don't stop, you'll be stopped by force because of the oil. As soon as the oil gets finished, you'll be stopped. You didn't decide to stop, but you'll be stopped. If anything can stop you, if any devil can stop you, if any circumstance can stop you, if any issue in life can stop you, it's because you have no oil. If anybody Anybody born by a human being, anybody born by a woman who eats and drink, say, I will stop you. I will not let you go. And it becomes possible. It is because you don't have enough oil. But maybe you have enough oil. I say, maybe you have enough oil. Because if your car doesn't have oil, it will stop by itself. You didn't decide to stop. If you want to step on the accelerator and you want to go, the car will not move because there's no oil. It's not because you are not in the car. It is not because God is not there. It is not because... The car is 40, but it's because there's no oil. I pray that may we have enough oil to take the rest of the years. May we have enough oil to finish this year, to finish oil, to finish oil. Because the end of everything is better than the beginning thereof. Yes, our beginning may be small. Oh, January or February, July may be COVID issue, but November, December can be better. God can make the latter rain which is always better than former rain. God can give us the latter rain in the few months ahead of us. God can give us the latter rain at the latter part of your years. As you go forward, as the man's ages show his strength, as you go forward, may God strengthen you. May God empower you. May you never lack oil. May you continue to pray for oil. May you continue to trust in the oil because the word of God says that let the fire in the temple never go out. But if the fire will never go out, according to Leviticus chapter 6, 
verse 13, then there must be enough oil. May you have the dash enough oil. I pray that the Spirit of God, the power of God, the favor of God, the grace of God will fall upon you in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Seraphim, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you this morning for your word. Thank you for letting me know the importance to have enough oil. Father, I know by the anointing, every yoke in my life will be broken. So, Father, I ask for your supernatural oil upon my life. If there's anything to deserve for this day, it is your anointing. Father, I know my journey is far. You send your angel to come and feed Elijah. Two meals within few intervals. And the purpose was that because his journey was too long. The battle ahead of him was too long. So you have to feed him. So, Father, I also pray. Because you are taking me far. Because you are taking my children far. Because you are taking me to a greater height. I need enough oil to be at that level. Because I'm going to receive uncommon breakthrough. I need enough oil to do that. I need enough oil to stand my current predicament. I need enough oil to wait for you even when you seem silent. I need, I need enough oil that can break every yoke. So Father, I receive that oil. Let your oil fall on me. I want to be a demicon away in baby Cassia. Minnesota demicon shirem. Nisoda demicon munyam. Nisoda demicon yedemu. Ne pepersoa demicon one in tino. My wife, Leviticus chapter 6, verse 13. Rem. Say, Nisa, ja, a walk, a sorry few who do. Me, Missouri, was sorry done. Me, me, no, was sorry done. But I am the temple of God. So I pray that the fire in me will never go out. The fire in me will never go out. Let your fire continue to burn in me. Let your fire continue to burn on the altar in me. If the fire will continue to burn, I need oil. I have to be consistent. I have to be persistent. I have to learn how to keep on trusting in you. I have to learn how not to give up when you are silent. Father, what we know is that silent means consent. Even if you are silent, it should be a straightforward answer for me to know that you will do it. May nobody deceive me that silent means that God does not heard my prayer. Silent means that God is not going to answer. But I know you answer, that's why you are silent. I know you will do it 
I know that this issue that I don't hear anything about, which I've been praying about for a long time, I'll get answer one day. One day will be my day. I will jubilate very soon because of the anointing. So, Father, I pray. I pray for your power of enablement to be able to pray, to be able to wait, to be able to fast in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray for that enablement because if you don't build a house, the builders build in vain. So, Father, I receive enough strength. I receive enough power to wait for you, to continue to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray that let that anointing and let the oil that come with gift shower your gift on me. Every spiritual gift, every perfect gift come from you, God. So may you shower upon me the spiritual and perfect gift in the name of Jesus Christ. And when the anointing which is used to anoint weapons, anointing were used to anoint shield, I pray that any gift in me, any weapon, both spiritual and physical weapon, that are dead, that are inactive, let your anointing reactivate any dead weapon in me, any dead gift in me, any dead virtue in me, cause your anointing reactivate them, cause your anointing to bring them back to life. And in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you help me to discharge my duties. Do what is expected of me because of this anointing. Father, I pray for promotion. When the anointing comes, I'm promoted. And I'll be promoted. When the five virgins who were wise had oil with them, they were promoted to see the bridegroom. May your oil give me promotion. May your anointing bring me promotion. May your <laughs> Father, because of the oil, make me tough. Make me harder than my problem. Let me be a puzzle that's difficult to crack by the enemy. Let me be a rock that is difficult to break. Let your oil make me strong. Let the oil make me strong. Make me strong. Make me strong. Let your oil Strengthen my soul, strengthen my spirit, strengthen my body in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your oil make me strong. Let your oil make me tough in the name of Jesus Christ. Because of the oil, let me be impermeable from demonic spear, from demonic arrows, from demonic gunshot, from demonic sickness, from demonic attack. As you told so. That my grace, my oil is enough for you. May your grace be sufficient for me. May your oil be sufficient for me. Let your oil be enough for me. As I wait on you, may my oil never go dry. May I never lack oil. May I never lack oil. May I never lack oil. Erade, mamenya shi, mamenya na mwosrenti.
Father, I pray that because of the oil, let me be rooted. Let me be established. Because your oil brings establishment. Let me be established where in you that nothing can push me from my blessed position. My location where I will locate my blessing. Where you have positioned me in life. Where you have positioned me in fam the family. Where you have positioned me in the church. Where you have positioned me in that business. May nothing be able to move me because of the oil. May I be established firmly that nothing can shake me. Nothing can move me. Father, my Father, make me tougher than my enemies. Make me tougher than what is coming against me. And may I be rooted in you. May you be my anchor. May you anchor me. And may I be positioned. May I be strengthened. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that because of the oil, let every yoke upon my life break. Every yoke of stagnation. Every yoke of retrogression. Every yoke of unfruitfulness. Every yoke of failure. Every yoke of premature death. Every yoke of weakness and sickness. Every yoke of demonic projection. Every demonic yoke that has been placed on me. The one that is from the family. The one that I inherited. Let that yoke break. Let that yoke break. I break any yoke that the enemy will try to place on my life. In the name of Jesus Christ. May I be strengthened in prayer. May I be strengthened in waiting. May I be strengthened in your word. Father, I bless you. For the answered prayer. I know greater things are waiting for me this day and the month ahead of me. I know the impossible will become possible because I've prayed, because I've waited, because I've trusted in you, even in your silence. I know that one day you appear and I will hear the announcement that I should meet you. I'm ready to meet you. May I meet my breakthrough. May I meet my request. Their requests of the five virgins who had the oil were answered when they heard the shout. May I hear the shout of joy. May I hear the shout of breakthrough. May I hear the shout of abundant glory in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you. Let me pray with you. So, Father, I pray. I commend the day of your son, the day of your daughter to you. Go ahead of them. Prepare the way for them. Because of the oil on their head. When the oil come upon us, Difficult things become easier. Make things easier. Make situations easier. Make situations that could have killed some people. Let them go through it safely. Let them go through it simple. May they face their day. May they face their day. And face anything that day. Very simple. In the name of Jesus. Not because of them. But let the oil open doors. Let the oil upon them. Cause the impossible to become possible. Let oil upon them break every yoke. Every yoke from demonic dream. Every yoke from human being. Every yoke from human attack. Every yoke. Let that yoke break. And let your children be set free. Your children be liberated. With the oil, there will be light in their face. May they shine. May you be a light unto their feet, their path, and a lamp unto their feet. Father, go ahead of them. And may this day be a successful day. May their day be fruitful. May their work be fruitful. Protect everybody who will sit in the car. Protect everybody who will be working. Protect everybody who will be working. Anything that your children will do today, protect them. We envelop them in your blood. 
Those who be traveling today, we envelop them in your blood. Those who be sitting in a train plane, we envelop them in your blood. May your blood cover them and cover their families. May we never hear any bad news this day. May they go and come peacefully in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise the child of God. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. And may he give you peace now and forevermore. Amen. God richly bless you. And we'll see you tomorrow at the same time, 5 a.m. God bless you. I'm so glad I've learned to trust. We trust that you have been blessed through our administration. For prayer and counseling, kindly call 0244 or 0266-685623. The numbers again, 0244 Five zero or zero two six 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 eight five six two three. God bless you and see you next time. Jesus, Jesus, pray.